Every Wednesday morning, we check in with Jim Olander of the Sioux Falls Stampede and find out how things are going for the herd. We also take a look ahead as to events that will be coming up. Jimmy joins us this morning. How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right, Greg. As always, a uh, pleasure to be on with you. Well, I always okay, appreciate it. It's one of the high. believe it or not, my friend, it's one of the highlights <laughs> of my week. Well, good. I mean it. I yeah. That. So it's good. good. It's good, good to good. visit with you and uh, talk a little bit of hockey. Although, admittedly, it's a lot more fun when you guys are, you know, yeah. kicking butts and taking names. We might, we might need to find some other topics. Well, let's start with a let's start with a recap of this. Well, you guys have had a tough time, and I've got to say. You know, you and I joke about it, but it, but I, I I feel for the squad and what's going on because you've had some tough contests. We have, and, uh, you know, now we have the tough test of being on the road for quite some time and um, started this past weekend, and, you know, it kind of sounds like a broken record, and and uh, some people may roll their eyes, but, uh, you know, it, we, we haven't been playing that bad. We haven't been getting the results we wanted, but... Um, you know, I thought Friday was uh, an example of, of a night that, you know, we, if we're playing better overall and we're winning, we probably win the game. And, and by that, I mean, you get the bounce and um, <clears throat> when you're, when you're losing, uh, it tends that the bounces go against you. Right. And when you're, when you're rolling, you tend to get the bounces for you. And right now um, they're just not going for us. And, and, you know, we, we played in Waterloo on Friday and, we played a, a, an actually a really good game. Uh, we played a, a really good first period, and uh, but unfortunately, you know, we played a good first period, and they got a bounce and scored and, and led one nothing, and uh, so we were down one nothing in the first. Despite out shooting them thirteen to four in the first period, we created a lot of chances and uh, you know couldn't get it to go. And then in the second period, uh, we had a nice play that uh, behind their net, uh, JJ Weebush. Done a nice pass to Chris Pelosi, and Chris Pelosi uh, uh, puts the puck into the net and ties the game at one in the second period. And, uh, you know, we had some other chances, and, um, you know, we're crashing the net well. Their goaltender played very well, um, didn't allow for a lot of second chances. Um, and, unfortunately, the ones that we did get, you know, just they just wouldn't bounce the right way for us. They uh, would bounce away off a stick, go just wide, um, and, and those are the bounces I'm talking about because, you know, when you're playing well, uh, you do tend to get a little puck luck and you tend to, you know, a, a shot ends up going off somebody's skate and into the net and, and you get a lucky break. When you're not, uh, the puck goes wide of the net, and right now, you know, the puck's going wide of the net. So it was uh, uh, it was good to see us come back, though, and play really strong. I thought we had a really strong effort. You know, it was one-to-one going into the third, and then um, – you know, we uh, we knew Waterloo was going to make a push, and they did. And our goaltender, Michael Chambray, played probably his best game of the year and had 16 saves in the third period alone. And, um, you know, we, we kind of withstood the storm and uh, still created a couple of good chances in the third period but didn't convert. And, you know, the game eventually goes to overtime. And then, uh, again, in overtime, we, <laughs> we talk about luck. We had uh, 30 seconds in. Uh, we had an opportunity, I believe it was Chris Pelosi, uh, had the goaltender beat, backhand shot, um, and the puck just missed the net. And, I mean, just missed it, just went wide. Uh, what happens? They pick up the puck. Uh, they send a, a cross-ice pass up to, to center. 
uh, to a guy who's open and they uh, get a breakaway and score and win the game. So it's it's just kind of the way that uh, things have, have gone for us. And uh, Friday I thought was, was just a bummer because we deserved to win that game. And uh, unfortunately we did not. And, and, you know, the good thing is we did get a point. So when you're, when you're struggling, you'll, you'll take what you can get. Um, but obviously um, <clears throat> it was tough to, to not uh, get more than one, but we did get a point and, um, you know, trying to build off that. And then, you know, I thought the Friday's game, you know, was really uh, a physical game, uh, really had a playoff like feel. And, and um, I think it may have taken a little bit out of our team um, uh, into Saturday and, and Saturday is interesting because, you know, uh, I should mention, you know, the weekend is kind of funny because Friday, you know, we played in Waterloo and Waterloo plays on an Olympic sheet of ice. Um, and their rink, I think, is even a little bit wider than, than normal and is definitely longer. Um, so you so you're playing on the biggest sheet. You have a little more room. And then Saturday we went to Des Moines and they play on the smallest sheet. So there's no room to move. Uh, it's the complete opposite. It's actually very similar to the old Sioux Falls Arena where we didn't have uh, a ton of room. And uh so I think we, you know, going into going into Saturday, we struggled a little bit in the first period, um, adjusting to that, and you know, we fell behind two nothing. Um, we were able to get a goal uh, with about five minutes left to to make it two to one, and then, um, you know, they, the Buccaneers came back, got another goal, and then uh, and then we had a <clears throat> and then we just had a huge goal with about 23 seconds left. Uh, Noah Air gets his second goal of the the season, goes back door. Uh, puts in a one-timer and, and gives a, a big boost uh, into the uh, into the second period. So it's a three-two game. Uh, both teams, I thought, you know, had some good chances in that in that first period, and um, you know, we kind of started to settle down a little bit. But then, you know, unfortunately, uh, we get into the second period, and you know, we give them uh, a goal off a turnover uh, to make it a four-two game, and then, you know, and then we take a not a good penalty and we end up on the penalty kill and, and uh, you know, the penalty kill has actually been pretty good of late, but uh, you give teams enough opportunities, they're going to cash in. And unfortunately that was the case. They get a power play goal, you know, just over seven minutes in and, and made it five to two. And, um, you know, we, we tried to battle back. We, uh, we created some chances. Uh, we outshot them in the third period. Uh, but we just couldn't get anything to go. And, and unfortunately, you know, we drop a, a 5-2 game to, to Des Moines, um, which was disappointing because that was a team we're trying to push further away from us. Um, but uh, just one of those nights where it, it wasn't meant to be. And um, unfortunately, you know, we we continued to, to struggle and kind of, you know, it's uh, – <laughs> it's a, it's a frustrating thing. I, I don't know if it's, if it's, uh, I guess in some ways it's bad. In some ways it's good. Um, but a lot of the mistakes we're making, you know, are common of what a team that's struggling does. And sometimes you're trying to do too much and we're shooting ourselves in the foot and giving teams chances and, and they're burying them. So, um, I say, I say that meaning, you know, it, it obviously isn't something you want to do. It's something that needs to stop. Um, but on the other hand, uh, you know, it is something that we can correct and I think we can, we can learn from. It isn't as though we're being uh, outplayed both of these games. You know, we were tied in shots with Waterloo. I think we got outshot by two in Des Moines. So we're right there. It isn't, it isn't as though we're getting outshot 50 to 12 and, you know, losing these games and, and right. not having any chances. And, right. and that's what I talked to the coach about. That's a, that's a big piece of it is, you know, it's, it's, 
in some ways it's more frustrating, right? Because you are getting those chances. You are in the right spots, but uh, at the same time, you know, you know that if you keep plugging away and you keep playing like it, eventually it's going to break through and we're going to have some success here. So we've just got to, you know, try to keep a positive attitude and, and uh, you know, we got a, a point on the weekend. We would have obviously liked to have more, but one is better than zero. And, uh, you know, now we, we've got to move forward and, and try to, uh, you know, continue to get better here and, and try to break out of this funk. Jim Olander of the Sioux Falls Stampede is my guest this morning and uh, talking about how the how things went for the Stampede last weekend. Now, let's look ahead. Um, you and I talked about this last week, is that a lot of tough teams in, you know, in the USHL, and you're back up to uh, Fargo with a, uh, two games uh, up in Fargo coming up this weekend. I was hoping you wouldn't remind me that. <laughs> yes, we uh, we uh, we do have to go up to Fargo, and and obviously when you're when you're struggling and you're trying to to get wins, this isn't the team you want to go play. But um, you know it uh, uh, it'll be a good challenge for us. Uh, obviously, the last time you know we went up there, we got completely waxed, and uh, really, and if you look at the entire you know. Uh, little streak here that we've had that was by far the worst game that we had um, and yet that game was a five to three game late into the second period so um, so you know I, I think hopefully our guys uh, have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and uh, you know want to come back now Fargo just continues to to win I mean it, it's it's really um, it's unbelievable Greg I, I've never seen uh, a team like this, and and really, you know, it, it'd be a shock to me um, if this team falters in the playoffs because, you know, they um, they still have only um, lost five games all season in regulation. Um, they, uh, you know, have the, the they have the best goaltender in the league. They have the best forwards in the league. They're older, um, and really, that's kind of where we've struggled. We're one of the youngest, I think we're the third youngest team in the league this year, uh, which was by design to, you know, continue to, to, to kind of make our team better here for this season and then the next season. But, um, you know, they are the oldest team and they've got a lot of talent and, you know, I'm just looking here. Uh, yeah, they've won, they, they've won 10 straight games coming into the, into the weekend. So, um, <laughs> they're, they're obviously playing very well and, uh, they just beat up on Sioux City, who's in second place. Uh, and I think, you know, I think they beat them four to one or something on Saturday, and then they beat them six to two on Sunday. So um, they're 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 obviously a, a tough challenge. So you know, um, but you know, we want to continue to get better. Um, you know, we we haven't had a ton of success. We have had a couple of close games against them though, and. Uh, I, I think one thing's for sure. We know that we're not, you know, the last time we played up there, we lost 12 to four and we're definitely not uh, that far off from them. Um, as I mentioned, they're obviously a, a very skilled team and, and, and very talented. So they're, they're, they're where they should be. Um, they well, we talked about that, that you guys were pretty tired. Your team was pretty tired the last time you, the two teams faced off, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and certainly, you know, we, we can't always use those as excuses. But yes, it was. Uh, oh, but it was sometimes it's true. Situation. Yeah. Yeah, and so you know, for us, I think, um, you know, we just uh, we, really I, I look at it this way, Greg. We got nothing to lose, right? If, if we lose both games, uh, you know what? Obviously, it adds to our to our winless streak, and that's not good. Um, but if we're playing well and we're competitive, I think 
you know, that's a, that, that's a, a decent sign. Uh, nobody's expecting us to, to go up and do anything and, and maybe we can shock the world and, you know, have a really good game and, and find a way to get some points against them. Uh, Cause eventually, you know, even the best teams, you know, they're, um, you know, they're going to have some off games or if we can show, I think for us really, we just want to show that, you know, we're not that far off and um, yes, they're a good team, but we can compete with them. We can play with them and, and that'll be the goal. So we've got them Friday and Saturday, Fridays at seven Oh five. Um, Saturday is at 6.05, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give it our best shot. You know, we also, um, I did want to mention, Greg, you may have seen, you know, we made a trade yesterday. I was just um, going to ask about that, actually. Yeah. Yes, let's talk about it. So, so we, uh, we've acquired a, a top-end forward in Chase LaPinta from, uh, from Dubuque. Um, you know, we, set, uh, we sent Beckett Hendrickson, who's a, a talented player, kind of swapped a good player for a good player, and, um, you know, just these are always tough decisions, but, uh, quite frankly, we had somebody that, that didn't want to be here and, and we wanted to, uh, find people that do and want to make the run with us. And, and so we, uh, we were able to acquire a player that we're pretty excited about because he's, uh, he's a talented guy who was playing on Dubuque's first line. Um, and he's a guy that, uh, is expected to be back next season. So um, sometimes when we make moves, people are, are curious, why are you doing this? What happens? Well, in this case, I wouldn't say it was necessarily something we wanted to do uh, at the time, but uh, we got an opportunity um, to get a really good package deal and, and get someone that we think uh, is not only going to help us this year, but now can come back next year uh, versus the player we traded was not going to be coming back next year because he's going to college. So um, I think that, uh, you know, those are things that are he looks at um, those are decisions, you know, tough decisions we make. But um, in this case, I think the exciting thing is, is you know, often, Greg, when you do these, a lot of times you get a guy that maybe is young, um, that maybe isn't going to contribute a lot this year, but you're hoping he helps next year. Well, in this case, we got a guy that we think we can plug right in and, um, you know, play on one of our top lines and, and be a contributor. So, you know, he. Uh, he and then still the have him line. next year. Correct. And right. this is a kid that this is a guy that uh, uh, just turned 20. Um, so we can have him back in our league. You can have uh, three 20 year olds on the team. And since he just turned 20, he'd be eligible to come back next year because uh, basically if you turn 21 during the season, um, that's okay. You just can't be 21 basically when the season starts. So, uh, and this is a guy that's averaging a point a game right now this season. So he's, he's definitely somebody who's, um, uh, contributed, um, played on Dubuque, who, you know, we talked about a month ago that we went and had success against, took three points against on the, in the Dallas. Um, and they're one of the top teams in the, the Eastern Conference and probably going to be right there for competing for the Eastern Conference Championship. So he's, uh, you know, I think it's, I mention it because I think it's helpful to also have a guy in the locker room that is accustomed to winning, that, uh, you know, has had success uh, and is a veteran. And those are key things as you come down the stretch because, uh, you know, one of the things that we struggle with right now is is because our team, you know, has struggled, you know, the last season. Um, and, and we almost made the playoffs, so, but, but we didn't. And we don't have those guys that have that experience, that don't have playoff experience. And, and here's a guy that does. Here's a guy that knows what it takes. Um, and I think could be, you know, a, a leader in our locker room and, and give us the boost that we need. And, um, you know, it's all about chemistry and, and having guys that, you know, want to go to war with you, that want to battle every night. And uh, we've brought someone in that, 
we feel is going to be able to do that and, and hopefully make a, make a difference. So, you know, he's uh, committed to Arizona state university. Um, as I mentioned, he, uh, he had uh, averaged just about a point a game. So he's coming in with the 31 points and 30 some games and, uh, and was uh, is somebody that uh, we can plop right in and he'll be available this weekend. So, um, and that, and that's kind of it now for, that was the trade deadline, um, so there aren't going to be any more trades coming up. Uh, we're we're all done. We have our team. The only the only changes that'll be coming is in March here. Um, we will have some of our affiliate players that their uh, seasons have been completed that we can call up basically, and we'll have a chance to dress for the team and play. Um, and we will have a few of those players that we feel can help contribute and help make us better down the stretch run here too. But uh, for the most part. Um, you know, we have a roster now, uh, spirits were good in practice yesterday. I think, you know, sometimes once you get past that trade deadline too, guys relax a little bit, um, and, and know that, you know, this is it and this is our team and we're ready to go. So, uh, I think that'll be helpful too, as, as we move forward. Well, and, and you hope so, especially because you talked about the challenges of taking on this Fargo team, um, who have, they have just been absolutely phenomenal. Um, one of the things I think it's worth noting that in most of your games against Fargo, you guys are right in there. I mean, the stampede are right there. Yeah, we have, you know, we've, uh, with the exception of that last game, that was the first time. And as I mentioned, you know, as, as bad as it was, it really was, a, you know, it was five to three in late in second. So we weren't, uh, it wasn't until the third that, kind of the wheels fell off but uh, that's been the exception uh the rest of the games you know we played them right before christmas and actually were severely short-handed with players uh because of the world junior a challenge and and we lost by a goal and and they scored late you know it was a game that was headed to overtime and and they scored late and beat us so it's um you know anybody can beat anybody in our league that's a great thing you know fargo is definitely um, doing something special that, I, to be honest, I don't know if we'll ever see again in, in any time in the near future because our league is so good, Greg, that we've talked about that it is very rare to see a team, you know, be so dominant. Um, but, you know, having said that, you know, that that doesn't mean they can't be beat. That doesn't mean, you know, and I, and I think for us, we just continue to need to, to take some steps forward. Um, as I mentioned this last weekend, I didn't think we played bad. I thought we played extremely well on on Friday. Um, probably didn't play as well on Saturday, but still played well. And um, we've just got to get some consistency here. And really, I think what it is, Greg, when you're struggling, it's it really is confidence. And if we can get some of our oh, that's the story guys, of my life, buddy. <laughs> for all of us, for all of us. But if we can get some of our uh, some of our top end guys to you know get some bounces and, and get some goals, um, I think you know you, you'll see a shift. So you know it's kind of baby steps at this point. Um, the good news is, is as painful as it has been, you know, we're still sitting very good in the playoff positioning due to how well we were playing earlier in the year. Um, we obviously don't want to, you know, fall out of that, but uh, we're still sitting in fifth place. We're still, you know, firmly in a playoff position. Um, so, you know, and I think the good news is too, we, we got to get through this, um, but we do have a team that, you know, was six two and two before this slide. Um, a team that was, you know, winning on a pretty consistent basis prior to it. So um, the the point I'm making is, you know, we know the talent's there. We know that we can do it. This isn't. This would be different if we were, you know, losing every week and and all season we've been struggling to to win games. 
really, you know, we just we had a, a really bad February, and the good news is February's over here, so yes. uh, soon. So for us, you know, we'll we'll hope that March brings uh, brings better things, and we still have a month and a half left in the season to kind of right the ship. And and really, the whole goal, as we've talked about, Greg, is you want to be playing your best at the end of the season, and it's not the end of the season yet. So. Um, again, we've got a challenge this weekend, but I look at it as if we can if we can have some positives and hopefully you know play competitively and, and see what happens. You know, you take that momentum, and then you know next weekend we go to Madison and play a team that we don't play very often and uh, get a chance to to hopefully you know do some things there. And then after that, we've got a home and home with Omaha, so um, we've got some winnable games coming up uh, in the future and. Uh, right now, we just got to continue to get better, get our confidence back, and and you know make some smart decisions, and hopefully put ourselves in a good spot to um, do some good things. Yeah, there you go, Jim Olander of the Sioux Falls Stampede. Jim, we wish you the best of luck this weekend, and it's always good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks so much for your time. Yep, thank you, Greg. Have a great day. You too. Take care, Jim Olander of the Sioux Falls Stampede.